ladies and gentlemen, Chandler Phillips. Hey everyone, welcome back to Behind the Bar. Today we are drinking scotch. What kind of scotch, Chandler? We are drinking the illustrious Johnny Walker Blue Label Blended Scotch Whiskey, brought to you by Johnny Walker. If it ain't blue, flush it down. And who's we? Um, this is Chandler Phillips and... James Beery. Holla, holla at your boy. Holla, holla, holla. Can I just say I like that I go second? Because I thought that I would like a little... Well, you, you throw the ad lib at the end. Yeah. They're never good, though. But it's okay. But they're never... Bad. Um, so we got Johnny Walker Blue Label. You splurged a little bit this past week to get us this bottle. I'm coughing because I just I'm so overwhelmed with emotion. Um You got I just couldn't emotions. help myself. So it's not a big I just whatever. Fuck it. Bought some fucking blue label. We've been talking about it for a while. We have been uh, We've been going into the liquor store and looking at it and thinking, like, it's good. We know it's good. It's been a long time since we each have had it individually. We're like, <laughs> one of these days, I'm going to go in there. Like, so the last time we had it. Wait, real quick. Did you ever read that open court book about a young Louis Armstrong staring at the trumpet in the window? I don't. I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, you didn't. Uh, it was an open court story, and, like, that. that's the curriculum uh, for language arts that my elementary school year. Anyway, that little kid grew <laughs> up to be Satchmo himself. And that was us staring at this blue label bottle. We're like, one of these days. One of these days. I'm going to grow up and be the greatest whiskey drinker there ever was. Now, do you remember the last time that we've had this? I believe the last time was two years ago when we got just the little hey. 50 milliliter airplane size bottle yeah. of it, and it was coveted. I, I think, <laughs> wait, no, I got that for you yeah. for Christmas. Yeah, and then we, oh, I, oh, wait, no, but we had shared one before. That was the one. Oh, was it? You, oh, Because you think were it, generous enough to oh, say yeah. this is. I guess I'd forgotten. Well. I mean, but that was the point. You get you get Blue Label to share with the homies. It was a thirty-two dollar fifty milliliter. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. So, and and, and you're paying more for the glass and the casing <laughs> at that point. And, and and this is where we get into like. So, first we're gonna you know we're gonna get into like what Blue Label is. We're gonna talk about Johnny Walker, but obviously the question is, is this worth it? Because everybody knows that everybody knows that it's good, but two hundred. To $250 for a blended scotch whiskey. Is that good? Well, that's what we're here to find out. So, first, Johnny Walker Company, one of the largest. One of the uh, most prolific. Prolific. So, the number one whiskey distiller in the world. <clears throat> I'm trying to remember. That's got to be Centauri or Beam. J- it's Beam. It's, it's Jim, Jim Beam. It's Jim Jimothy Beam. Beam. It's Jim Beam. I, and I feel like Johnny Walker definitely has the mind share. You know, people look and they know black label, blue label, green, double, double oaks, double green, double black, gold label, gold red. You know, because <laughs> wait, we don't talk about gold or we don't talk about red label. Like I, I remember the first time I bought a, a Magnum of something. It was a uh, at on Malcolm X Boulevard <clears throat> on Monroe Street. There's a liquor store, and I spent fifty three dollars and I got a Magnum of. Uh, 
Johnny Walker Red, and I coveted it because it was the first time that I'd bought like whiskey. Oh, you ignorant slut. <laughs> you know. You coveted a Johnny <laughs> Red. Like, that's the kind of whiskey that doesn't even blend well with Coke. Like, at least fucking bourbon, even the, the lowest shelf bourbon, you can cover up with some sort of, of mixer. But Johnny, Johnny <laughs> Walker is not, they're not. Black Label is fine mixing, so is Red Label. But, like, you know. <laughs> but the question is like is this worth and at plus we're in new york 8.87 percent sales tax so that means two dollars two dollars is 250 you paid 225 okay that's how so much that's how much it costs that's how much it costs well i mean like 200 i guess i'm a little jaded because the last time i actually looked up the price of blue label i was looking at it at cost 170 it's like 170 yeah right? it's 170. And, which that's that's a pretty penny for an at cost scotch um i'm gonna give it a little taste can you tell the lovely people here behind the bar with us what kind of what makes what makes a scotch different and what makes a blended scotch different from regular scotches oh i mean that's obvious gotcha you ready for this hit me a blended scotch is scotches that are blended and the other scotch is not blended. So what would an un, what would an unblended scotch I have be? No, I actually I have not. I literally I don't know much about blended scotches. So, well, they, we, what they do we, is but we, we know whiskey. Yeah. So. so what they generally do is obviously, and this is very interesting. They do this with like bourbons and stuff. Is that they have a bunch, and they have their master, like you know, distiller or whatever, come out. Do some blends, do some tastings, and then they that's it. That's what they do. They source them. Either they make them or source them themselves, right? Put it into a big barrel, taste it, they like it, it goes out. That's that, true. But, I mean, like, label-wise, so if it doesn't say blended oh, scotch. No, that's different because it doesn't say uh, blend – because blended scotch, I believe, like, has, has like, no age statement. Um, any of the, none of the things have to have any particular age. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's just whatever the fuck they yeah, find. I think that unblended scotches. One, I don't know the base age statement, but I think scotch has to be some sort of age. I don't remember. Okay, that's actually um, there doesn't actually have to be a uh, specific age. Just uh, the only delineating factor to be a scotch is, is that- it has to be made in Scotland. Well, yeah. I mean, that's like obvious, but like, that, like, but that's the only that's is, it. Is that really it? That is that is it. Now, because culturally and like you know, productively, like there there are specific production tendencies that tend to or that lend scotch to taste a certain way. The only thing that makes a scotch a scotch is that it's made in Scotland. So I just assumed that was like a given. That wasn't even on my mind, you know. Um, because just like Irish whiskey, yeah, is only from Ireland. I, I don't, I, you know. I'm doing a quick double check just to make sure I'm not putting propaganda out into the world. Oh, I love this. Um, look at he's googling. What is it? Scotch? No, it's Scotch whiskey, not Scotch eggs. Those are a different thing. <laughs> um, but the thing that also makes Scotch whiskey different from all other whiskeys. Is it doesn't have an e? 
That's not a fucking joke. Not it joke. doesn't have an E. It's spelled W H I S K Y. Yep. And it's very confusing when you're typing a story or something and you're not sure what you're spelling. Wait, hold on. I just got an interesting Oh shit. Okay, I remember this. So in I spoke too soon. Ladies and gentlemen, I recant the previous statement that said the only thing that makes a scotch a scotch Here we go. We both got the same Wikipedia page open. Exactly. Uh, A scotch is a malt whiskey or grain whiskey or a blend of the two made in Scotland. Meaning, or at least what I got from this, is that it's one singular kind of, of thing. And... I remember one of the uh, documentaries about whiskey available on Hulu talks about how the term mash bill was never really a thing before bourbon because both scotch and Irish whiskeys just in general tended to be a single grain and because it's an ancient history. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. History. <laughs> it's a, uh, you know what, I'm, it's, it's a hop, skip, and a scotch away from one of the oldest distilled spirits. And I it is very interesting because I'm <laughs> looking at the Wikipedia. It says here that like so uh, all scotch is at least 3 years. Right? And Wait, you have Where do you see that? What? All scotch whiskey must be aged in oak barrels for at least 3 years. Oh shit. Okay. Oh okay. It's Any the, age statement on bottle scotch four whiskey sentences down. I you <laughs> express know, I, in I numerical form must reflect the age of the youngest whiskey used to produce that product. So, here we go. Everything in this bottle, at least three years, right? We're thinking critically. We're breaking it down, okay? No Fox News shit here, right? So uh, it's at least three years. There's no age statement. Um, I, I don't know why. I don't know why they did that, right? Well, because I heard from a friend of a friend of a distributor that Johnny Walker Blue Label isn't really made with any Johnny Walker. I think I've heard that before too. This is a Johnny Walker blue label. It's it's kind of uh, one of the things that's been swept under the rug in the spirits industry. But <laughs> it's expensive so they use somebody else's whiskey. They use all the scotch that they have bought out from all the distilleries that have closed in Scotland during the uh like kind of starting during the American prohibition because a bunch of Scottish distilleries popped up, Scottish and Irish distilleries actually popped up um, right before the prohibition. Cause you know, trade was good. And then prohibition, they lost a major market. Um, gin kind of took a dive. Scotch kind of took a dive. And then there was the whole, um, tariffs between England and Ireland, which made Irish whiskey really fucking mm-hmm, take mm-hmm, a dive. Mm-hmm. Um, there was also just, you know, that's another market that Scotch would have been able to go to, and that got kind of bottlenecked. Because <laughs> um, it's Scotch mm. and it's a bottle. So you had a bunch of markets that were closed off when all of this growth was happening, and they couldn't sustain the amount of... Um, independent businesses and so johnny walker in the early or not early but like mid um mid to late 1800s 
started making a blended scotch that kind of uh, took in all of the essence and aromas of the collective Highland Scotch experience. Mm. Mm. And so in order to translate that, I believe it, um, I was reading on their website, on the Johnny Walker website, that uh, Alexander Walker, one of the um, children and predecessors of good old Johnny, which I didn't realize until looking him up. It's Johnny with an E-I. Yeah. Not with a Y. Yes. I don't know. That just threw me off. That's why it, That's why they're, they're able to do the Johnny Walker because it's very close because it ends in the same kind of. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. That, it makes more sense now than ever before. Uh, we One of the things you mentioned about this being uh, a blend and these being individual numbered bottles, these are different year to year because they're all comprised of different blends. Exactly. Because I remember... And they're all comprised of different allocated spirits. Yes. Uh, I remember distinctly the first time that I had this was in 2009. I was in my friend's house and he, he offered me some whiskey. I'd never had any straight whiskey. And I said, yes. And it was good. I remember being bright and like very citrusy. I don't even... I, I, I remember that very vividly so here's the question is how does this one taste because i want to drink it so i think that this one tastes very well rounded it's a very good expression um i will say because it has been held up in such high regard i can't fully say it's worth the price of the bottle only because i don't think it's distinct enough as a flavor instead it's a really well-defined harmony of what like johnny black is trying to be i think the question really is like is there really any reason to get any bottle over a hundred dollars because there is so much under a hundred dollars or maybe slightly just above a hundred dollars no but here oh but 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 the selectivity the um the the limited so the only time i would say you could you could have a bottle over like 150 in general would be if it's a single barrel or a like very specific craft kind of thing and it's hard for me to justify a non-craft bottle like it's a mass produced so i i was reading that and there's a review i wish i could remember whom it was from and they said that the rarity of this bottle is not in its rarity, but in that its cost makes it expensive so that you don't get it frequently. But the way he summarized his review, I really wish I could remember his thing is that he, he you know, like every time he goes into a liquor store, it's not, is he going to buy Blue Label now? Because he's not. But when? Because Blue Label is, is great. It's, it's really, really good. And... It's worth buying sometimes. Not I, always. The The type of bottle I would describe this as is if you need a bottle for a very special occasion and you know the person you're getting the bottle for appreciates straight whiskey. But you don't know exactly what kind of straight whiskey <laughs> they appreciate. 
this would be a good one because so you don't think the flavor is distinct enough. Okay, I will say I challenge that. I disagree because I'm getting from this in comparative in comparative in. So today we also had a little bit of the um, monkey shoulder. We had a little bit we of the compass side. of the uh, Piedmont box, yeah. right? And here's the thing: Pete Monster, Monster. Uh, <laughs> the this body, the richness of the actual liquid itself, the the apple, the 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 kind of earthiness, the smoke. A little bit of peat, the, the the maltiness that kind of like lingers until like I think, but that's I, I think the earlier right. you said that there was no, you didn't really see a finish. I challenge that. I think that there's a very long finish. It's very long. And so I smooth. didn't see the finish, but that's because I walked out of the theater. Mm. Is what you're saying? Mm. Mm, yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, okay. I'll I'll admit there is a very rich maltiness to it, but I think that that same maltiness is definitely something you could find in a Macallan 12. Um, the the peat on the nose, it's a strong peatiness, mm. but it's nowhere near. If like, okay, but if I want something wow. that's peaty, I'm going to want an Ardbeg. Going to fight this guy. It's not, this is obviously not like a crazy peatiness, but like, I, I'm so enamored with like this taste of apple. It's, it's it, so... Right, uh, the way that it, it the, again, the, you you were talking about mouthfeel. I'm always talking about mouthfeel. Crazy, uh, luscious. I think is a good way. And here's a word I I avoid using: smooth. Smooth. Because I think that Jerk of off any gesture, I think that what makes this, I think, not appeal to a lot of people is not how not good it is. It's obviously the quality ingredients. It's obviously a a really great whiskey. Is it not worth the price? Is not whether or not it's good or not, whether or not you like it, it's because it's really just the best blended scotch whiskey. And there's only really so high and far that goes. And I think that, like, that kind of, like, taints, like, you know, because this is, is great, but it's not super, it's, you know, it's, like, subtle and shit. Like, you buy a fucking $500 bottle of, uh, what the fuck is, um, not Weller, what the fuck is, uh, Will it? Will it? Right? You get you get the, that shit. You drink that shit. That's just like a punch in the fucking taste buds. You know, when you're spending money, I think sometimes you kind of want action. But I think that's also the difference between we've been we've been doing a lot of bourbons and tequilas lately that are like kind of in your face with flavors, and that's what I've been. I guess that that's my preference as of this season is I want something to hit me in the face with flavor. As far as like we we had the uh, uh, monkey shoulder earlier. That's uh, it's a blended scotch that's masquerading as <laughs> as a bourbon because it's so sweet and it's so caramely, and then it's just got that kind of smoky malty at the very end that just kind of lets you know it's like the monkey shoulder. I would pair with like a. Uh, Chocolate covered almond. I mean, you know the difference. I, monkey shoulder is definitely like, I don't know. I went to I was at my job and I bought that that bottle. I bought that bottle. My coworker saw it, and she was like, "Yo, yeah, my father gets that. Like, that's mad good." Now, like, because it's before like before I got here, I was having doers and soda, so you <laughs> know, I was on some trash scotch life. I definitely think that Blue Label is just like I do think it's elevated. 
I will say though that I don't like we were saying earlier. I don't believe that like anything. First of all, when it comes to, like food things and shit, like over uh, that's a lot of money. Like okay. consumables, one hundred and fifty dollars, bro. It cannot be that good. You know what I'm saying? It it can't be that well, good. I, wait a minute. I would say. I would say, it is a hundred and fifty dollars good. It is, but it's still, but you know, what it, is it? Two hundred and fifty dollars good. They got to make their money. Like, I mean, I know they got to. Well, how much money? Well, technically, put, they do because their their cost, the cost of the places is one seventy. That means that Johnny's making twenty. Exactly, but again, we look into the box that it came in, the bottle it came in, all the decor, all the. I mean, pomp- of course, the pomp and oh circumstance my God. The little, alone, like the little cloth with the little metal. I think you hear it on the mic there. The it's bottle that's so fucking heavy. It's like twice the the bottle, the volume of the bottle. This <laughs> looks large because the bottom is like an inch and a half, and it tapers up into, and it's so heavy. And I kind of don't like the cork. I don't know. What's your problem with the cork? I don't know. It feels. I think you're right. It is wood, but I don't know. Hey, I'm just not a big I just fan don't of the like cork. that wood. But also, the main problem I think I have with this is that for the cost, you kind of want to, to kind of show your shit off. You know what I'm saying? And like the box is cool. Don't let nobody see this bottle because this bottle is 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 not great. It looks like fucking like it looks like it black lo- label. It kind of looks like a medicine bottle. Um, but. So this would be the kind of whiskey I think you would want in a in a I don't know. I've never had a decanter. Is this the type of whiskey you would decant? Yes, cuz as I'm drinking it and as it's gotten a little air, yeah, it's I'm getting more up. I'm getting so much apple that I'm not fucking around. Okay. Are you fucking with me? I'm not fucking with you, bro. I'm not fucking with you. Um <laughs> Well, I, you know, I You're- feel like this is all about indulgence, okay? And the thing about this is that I feel like the richness is indulgent. And that's kind of what this whole episode is about. You know, it's about sitting in it and enjoying it and having fun with it. Because I'm going to be honest, this shit tastes real good with some fucking Coke. Cause there's that like was going to be my follow-up question is, would you mix it? I'm going to be honest, as I would. Mainly because I know it's expensive and I spent my money on it. But you mix it with Coke, though? I'm going to tell you something. You get the value from the things that you want. I would never really do that, but I'm kind of curious. And since I have it, fuck it, I'll do it. I like do I Coke. like I think mayonnaise is disgusting, but like I'm not gonna be like. But you, I might mix this Johnny you know, Walker with some like, mayonnaise. You know, do a like, little. You ever had? I might mean, uh, not like women, but I'm not gonna tell them they can't have abortions. Like, like I might be a misogynist, but like I don't want to take away their rights. Come on. <laughs> We're here trying to have a jolly old conversation about Johnny Wilk. That's uh, Johnny Walker and Milk. Also, didn't Johnny Walker you... steal the recipe from someone? Huh? No, he just bought out a bunch of distilleries. Oh, I don't, actually, I don't know the history. Oh, of Johnny I think Wilk. I was thinking about. Um, You're thinking of Jack Daniels, Jack Daniels, who stole it from Uncle, Uncle Nearest, Nearest, but yeah. he didn't really steal it. He was just kind of an apprentice. I'm pretty sure. Who then appropriated? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure that Johnny Walker fucking stole some shit from someone. I like this shit, and I'm happy I have it. I'll put some of this shit. I'm gonna get some Starlight Coke. You know what? I'm gonna make sure everyone you, fucking knows. Fuck, I'm, fuck gonna you. Starlight, Starlight, I'm gonna get Starlight. I'm gonna get Starlight Coke. No, 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 no. no, no. Don't get it. you get Starlight Coke. Zero. 
Oh yeah, I'm gonna make a an old fashioned with it. I don't really make old fashions with anything other than bourbon because I really just think bourbon's the best for it. Once in a while, a rye, like you get a rye, you know, like redemption rye or some shit, you know, yeah. like you just do that. But fuck it, this will be good inside of a fucking old fashioned. And you know what? I hate you. We talk about the. We talk about the. We talk about the value. I don't of even things. like it that much, but I'm just like, oh, but it's a two hundred fucking two hundred twenty five dollar bottle. That you, You're gonna mix it. I think that you need to. I, I think that you're missing it. I don't know. I might be missing. Okay. And I feel like I know you, and I feel like I just don't understand. I would want to try it with just a club so just a splash of club soda, and then maybe if you did like the rim and lemon, and keep it real simple. Just let it open up. Let it just kind of open like a like a blossom. Here's the question: yeah. Would you have this on your bar? I wouldn't have this in, or I wouldn't have this at my bar, but it would be in my bar. Know what I mean? It would be like I wouldn't keep it on the top shelf. I'd keep it on the lowest shelf that no one could see it. <laughs> and so the one time someone comes in and they're like, "Do you have any good scotch?" I'll be like, all right. You're building a bar in your house. In my, in, oh, in my personal. You're building bar. a bar in your house now. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'd have this in my personal bar, and that's the thing because it's a flex. It's not only is it a flex; it's good enough. It's not like you not like you spend a bunch of money on something that's bad. You spend a bunch of money on something that's I, very, very, very good. I would have this in my personal at home bar, sandwiched between like a Lafroig. A single cask or something, or like it's a, so funny. I agree with that. Yeah, like it would. It wouldn't be a standalone. This wouldn't be the scotch that if someone's like, I want to try a scotch, and I'll be like, Hey, here you go. This would be sandwiched between like two or three other premium scotches, either a Macallan or a Glendaloo or um. Oh, what's that one that's kind of in the squat bottle? That's like orange uh, for the five year, and then eight. Or purple. Oh, for the eight oh, year. yeah. Oh, uh, spring, Springbok, Springbank, yeah. Spring something. Yeah, it's Spring something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's a. I believe that one's a Speyside. Scott. Anyway, I would keep this kind of just intermixed with some uh, much more defined scotches. So if someone I was like trying to flex my scotch on, I would give them this as the starter. As like, well, this is just what people regard as Mm -hmm. premium scotch. And then I'd be like, but this is the real good shit. If you want to taste like you're chewing on a goddamn belt. Like, isn't it a consensus that like most of the really good scotches are like, like like under a hundred bucks, except for the stuff that's like $300. Yeah. There's a, well, there's a huge shelf gap between scotches. (laughs) Yes. And even, (laughs) even the shelf gap is high shelf because it'll be like, okay, we got some that are like 70. Then we got some in the nineties. Then we got some that are like 280. And you're like, what? And then of course there's like, there's two at like 30 something, which is monkey shoulder and like something else. There's the, uh, there's a. Oregon made um, peated whiskey. It's not a scotch, but it's an Oregon. I think I, I think I see the the label in my head. Yeah, uh, I've heard very good things about that. And then you have like even Johnny is in like the Johnny Red is I think like twenty nine yeah. typically. And then um, as you move up, which the the double oak or the double black Johnny is, I like it because. 
because it's definitive. It has character. It's not just pretending that everyone likes it. Here's the thing I just realized is that, like, you don't even have to flex with this because any scotch is a flex for most people. That's true. (laughs) For for a lot of people, you just give them a scotch – Nothing too peaty because they're they're gonna hate you. They're not gonna no, they're not I, gonna they're not gonna like it. I cannot wait for someone to come to my house and be like, "Oh, I'll take a scotch. I like it smoky." And I'll be like, "Ardbeg 15. Oh, fuck your mother. Fuck you got Ardbeg fifteen. <laughs> oh my! You remember the last time that we drank that the in like the last third of a bottle of Ardbeg? Dude, I was burping ash oh. for like it straight up. Tasted like I went down on a charcoal barbecue. This has been an indulgent. This is, but been... now we have to. <laughs> oh my god, we have to. So the last time that we did a serious episode, the episode corrupted at the end. That was kind of hilarious. What were we talking about anymore? I don't even remember, but we were like into it. Well, if you want to find out what we're talking about this week, oh. Oh God! Remember to tune in, listen, subscribe, like, comment, email. Wait, us. we can tell them now to what it was because it's already happened. Supreme. So what are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about. Oh. We're just the, the supreme. We're talking about the Supremes. The Supremes. Oh fuck yeah! We're talking about this. The they'll find out. <laughs> we're gonna leave it just ambiguous enough to try to um, make you go do the investigating on your own. Like, comment, <laughs> do your own research. Do your do your own research, sheeple. Um, <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, and I think this is good. Peace. I beat you to it.